0: Recorded live.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this August 25th, 2016 edition of the Everything is Energy show. This is your host, Judy Greeno, here as always with EMC Squared co-founder, Roberta Hladik, to talk about the AIM program of Energetic Balancing and recent additions to the database to help further support our self-healing and to strengthen our sense of well-being. To learn more about our co-founders and to get their book, Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of work and history that preceded the launch of the AIM program, please consult your facilitator and their website or aimprogram.com. As we begin, we want to remind our listeners that AIM Energetic Balancing is not medicine or healthcare. It does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you and aim assist you in doing so 24-7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC Squared believes to be the predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good, they don't return, and they cannot be passed on to offspring. When discussing any newly revealed imbalances, Roberta will provide a general description of the potential energetic Uh, implications of these related frequency components but we're reminded that any imbalance you may have can have a completely different impact in you if any there's no way of predicting or determining that hence the statement roberta always makes of or wherever it is in you if you have it should we happen to mention the specific name of any frequency component remember too that we're talking about energetic imbalances only not actual diseases and finally any special rechecks or life force checks done do not involve any type of physical testing whatsoever. We therefore cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Good morning, Roberta. How are you? Really good. And you? I'm good. We were Before we started the recording, we were talking about how fast the year has gone, and, and I'm thinking about Labor Day, and Roberta reminded me kids are going back to school, most of them on Monday, so...
0: And I guess some kids have already gone back to school in the
1: middle of
0: the country and I guess
1: so. And I kinda you know, when I'm watching T V and you see all the back to school ads for school supplies and clothes and stuff like that. I remember it was it was kind of exciting to go back because you had the new outfit at least the first day.
0: Yeah, a new backpack. Well, yeah. I guess we didn't have backpacks so no, much, didn't. but new folders, new notebooks, and then after about a month you had drawing all over them. <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember that took both arms sometimes to carry books around to class. Yes. Yeah. You no, know, and then for you, sure. would, you would hope
1: that you would hope that maybe you had a boyfriend who would help carry them for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so much for my reminiscing here. <laughs> So we've got, I'm looking at the list again, trying to keep up with you as always, and yeah, I'm seeing,
0: I'm seeing
1: 10, 10, and they're all hereditary, 10 frequencies since we last spoke last Thursday morning with this audience. So the last one we talked about last Thursday morning was 99.24, correct?
0: Okay, that's where I am too.
1: Okay, Yay, I got it right. This time. <laughs> we we are on the same page. All we right.
0: are on it. Okay, so here we go. Fasten your seatbelts. We've got a few here. <laughs> and um, ninety nine twenty five, we found on Thursday the eighteenth. Um, this particular person had um, challenges with weight, their skin, headaches, and then hair loss. So. Um, this is kind of a, a big one for a lot of um, people, I think, because we've been seeing a lot of, or not a lot, but questions regarding weight and hair loss seem to be two, one in the, um, that we're seeing a few of. Anyway, um, this one is in the orbs of the skin, the brain, the bladder, urinary tract, kidneys, lungs, and respiratory system, and again, it could be anywhere in you. Um, differently, but this is where I found it in this particular person that I was checking. The unresolved emotional frequency is indecision. So hopefully that will help others too that are having challenges in these areas or others. Next one, um, this particular person, um, we found this frequency on the 18th as well. They had challenges with um, ulcerative colitis bladder issues, and vision issues. So um, this one we found frequencies in the cornea, which is in the eye, bladder, urinary tract, kidneys, digestive tract, colon, also in the spine and throat or wherever it is in you if you have it, unresolved emotional frequency was anguish. Next, we've got 9931, again, we found it on the 18th. That was Thursday. This person was having issues with their eyes. And we had talked about this the other day. This particular um, person was having challenges, and we were talking about myasthenia gravis, which... um, some people, um my mom for one, has that and it has to do with muscle core muscles and the muscle in this particular person with the eye, it um not it's weakened so when they try to focus for any length of time it starts to flutter and it kind of gives them a, a double or triple or so vision in one eye and it's very disturbing and can upset your balance and that kind of thing. So this particular person, we did find it in the cornea, but we also found it in the lungs, respiratory system, bloodstream, and circulatory system. It could be anywhere else in you if you happen to have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was apprehension. <coughs> Excuse me. Um next we found another one on the eighteenth. Um, this particular person has had trouble with their um heart and stress, actually no physical problems with his heart, but he was mentioning that he had gone to the hospital thinking he was having a heart attack, and many times be- or a couple times before, not many, he was under a tremendous amount of stress, and that's what the doctor told him it was stress that he was feeling in his heart his heart was fine. So he was having more kind of these kind of issues and wanted us to see if there was anything that um, was not in the database. And we did find something. And this was found in the heart, the kidneys, urinary tract, bladder, ears and eustachian tubes or wherever it is in you. If you have it, unresolved emotional frequency was anger and they did get back to me and he said anger was right on the money cuz he had been mm-hmm. very um uptight angry and he was mm-hmm. trying to de-stress and do exercise and things to try and help him but he's um a very driven person i guess and okay. he's got his um a lot of businesses going and really trying to to make things happen so my um uh My idea for him would be to try and exercise more, maybe try and de-stress a little bit. But anyway, we found this in him. So hopefully that will help him. Next we've got 9933. This person was mentioning they'd had pressure in their ears for six years. He's been feeling this. And it came and comes and goes a little bit, but it's there. And we found this one on the 23rd, and that would have been on Tuesday. And um, we found this in the orbs of the kidney, urinary tract, bladder, eustachian tubes, scalp, cervical vertebrae, lymph glands, and throat, or wherever it is in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency is anxiety. And you might say, well, he has pressure in his ears. What are you doing with kidneys and urinary tract and that? But that in oriental medicine, that um, all correlates together because you have these meridians that run around your body. And the kidney can also have to do with ringing in the ears and things like that. So, um, and then with the cervical vertebrae and lymph glands, when your glands swell, it'll throw your neck out. So um and that also then puts pressure on your ears and then of course with his throat. So kind of all works um in correlation together. Uh next one we have is 9934. This particular person was having issues with mouth infections. She keeps getting um infections in her mouth and she's been on antibiotics, I guess, and Um, just keeps coming back, reoccurring stuff. So she figured she had something um, hereditary that was causing this. And um, we found uh, frequencies in her in the orbs of the mouth, throat, digestive tract, stomach, colon, muscles, joints, bladder, kidneys, urinary tract, and retina, or wherever it is in you if you have it. So pretty much everywhere everywhere. Um, an emotion, or the emotional frequency, was dissatisfaction. Hopefully, that'll take help her with that one. Then we on the 24th, which would have been Wednesday, yesterday, we found a few things yesterday. Um, this particular person was complaining of just not feeling well. He's fairly young man, young adult and um, having a lot of challenges with um, just not feeling good for long periods of time, and um, it's interrupting his work and things like that because he just doesn't feel good. And so we found frequencies in him in the spine, kidneys, urinary tract, bladder, bloodstream, circulatory system, and central nervous system, or wherever it is in you. If you have it, unresolved emotional frequency is indecision, now they did give me some more information on him, and evidently he had hit his head, and he had also um, he had hit his head and had some issues with um, headaches and things. But then he also had been bit by um, some kind of a bug um, years ago, and ever since then, if he gets bit by anything, then he seems to have a lot of issues. Um, it was called the Hualapai tiger bug. Never heard of it.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah, and it was four ty- four years ago. And it makes him very sensitive to any type of bites, and he goes into a trance-like state, and his blood pressure elevates. Um, his fingers and toes go numb. He goes into a shaking thing. Um, so he had gotten bit by some ants recently, and um, so anyway, they were trying to change his diet and kind of do things like that to try and help with the um, with these symptoms. So hopefully um, that will help with him. Next, we've got a person that had um, challenges with kidneys, gallbladder, and heart. And so we've got 9936, and we found um, frequencies in the orbs of the liver, brain, heart, kidneys, urinary tract, bladder, bloodstream, circulatory system, and throat, or wherever it is in you if you have it. And the unresolved emotional frequency was anguish. Um, Next, the same person that got bit by the bug, um, they had sent me more detailed information, so I checked with him again. Um, one of the the places that we found um, those frequencies in was the mesencephalon, which is the central nervous system part of your brain that controls your hearing, motor movements, sleep, and alertness. So um, we're hoping that that will help there. But then he also mentioned he had challenges with nausea and vomiting every morning and every evening. So there they were going to try and adjust his diet for his um, headaches and things, but then also for the food allergies. So I thought, well, since they gave me that information, I would go back in and take another look at him just for digestive issues and see if anything came up. Once we found that new frequency, see if it was in there as well. But it wasn't, but I did find another frequency in him, which was really wow. kind of interesting. And I found it in, his, um, in the orbs of the throat, the stomach, digestive tract, and spleen. And it could be somewhere else in you. If you happen to have it, the unresolved emotional frequency for this one was obstinacy. And that was 9941 And I found that in him yesterday. I'm kind of interested to see um, how he starts feeling if some of this stuff subsides because that's really um, a difficult, difficult time for him. You know, he's got a family and all that kind of stuff. So as we all do, you know, (laughs) so we always want to feel the best we can. But some of those are debilitating where you really can't get a lot done Um, Next, we've got 99.42. Now, this particular guy, younger um, guy, is in his early 50s, I believe. And he was having challenges with hair loss, low back pain, and incontinence. And he mentioned that he had broken his low back when Mm. he was a young person. And all of a sudden, his back, he's just really having some difficult times with his back. And the hair loss, he said, would would help, but then incontinence is something new. So um, new within the last few years. And so he was trying to give me as much information as he could, which I um, appreciate because then it kind of helps me to try and find what I'm looking for here or make sure I'm looking in the right areas. So this one we found, um, this was um, frequencies of... um, or found in the orbs of the scalp, so for his hair loss, skin, sacral vertebrae, kidneys, urinary tract and bladder, or wherever it is in you that you might have it. Um, unresolved emotional frequency was depression. And um from what he was writing I could kinda of tell that he was a little little down, you know, being a young person having these challenges. So um there we've got. We're up to date and current <laughs>
1: until you know until <laughs> um, ten o'clock. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That one. That's that would be a, a, a new record. No, I'm, I'm kidding here. <clears throat> I was gonna just go back to that um, ninety nine thirty five when you, you mentioned the the uh, that young young man mm-hmm. had been mitten uh, mitten. How about bitten? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, some years ago. Um, by, by some insect, and I, I just, because I, whenever I hear insect, and I think you are, you or somebody, as I recall, had a some sort of an ant bite. I had an ant bite years years before AIM. Um, we assume it was an ant bite because I was outside barefoot, and then all of a sudden I'm inside, and I had weird bumps popping up all over me. My face got completely distorted, didn't know what the heck was going on, and was rushed to the ER, um, and was in anaphylactic shock,
0: mm. blood,
1: blood pressure really, really dropped. So that and that's that's the only time that's happened. But it just indicates to me, and maybe I would have had that reaction, you know, from that particular ant bite. But I, it always makes me get back to these these hereditary weakness mm-hmm. weaknesses that we have to begin with that can make something we acquire
0: mm-hmm.
1: that much worse. I know.
0: Us. Yeah. And, it's uh, and, real interesting, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It, it it definitely is, but I think it's a good um it's a good reminder for everybody, but it's <clears throat> it's also another good reason to stay on the aim program along with clearing out all of our hereditary imbalances, and keeping that life force high. We still have all of these other frequencies, balancing energies that we can tap into if we need them for things that we acquire, because that's a that's a big part of the database too. We talk well, we didn't have any acquired frequencies this week, but usually we do.
0: Yeah. New ones, new ones yeah. that he's
1: put in the database.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, it is really interesting that he and the the frequencies that I found were in the bug bite categories, so insect category. We used mm-hmm. to call them, um, we've called them rickettsial yep. frequencies. So um, it stood to reason when he gave me more information about this, because um, the beginning I just got that he just wasn't well. So I was just doing a general check. And then when they sent me back more information, because um, they've never put in a special recheck, so they didn't know what they were supposed to do. So the facilitator was kind of giving them a little bit more information and trying to get, and I was, and giving me more information. So um, when I got the other information, then it kind of made sense with what I was finding. So then I was, you know, it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. I'm kind of searching for a needle in a haystack. So I'm kind of going through and trying to get to um, whatever the issues are at the bottom of the barrel for, for this. And so it was real fascinating for me to work on on this guy even though it took um kind of a long time to try and get to the bottom of what was going on but yeah these bug bite things it's it's really interesting and for me I've never gotten bit by a an ant that has done that to me but me it's a wasp and mm. I, where I live, we tend to get wasps. I don't know why in bees. Bees, um, I don't know, last time I got stung, I got stung by a bee. I think I stepped on it years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And my foot swelled up. I look like a Cabbage Patch doll, if you can remember those dolls. But mm-hmm. my foot was huge. And I was, um, Steve and I were taking maybe our little kitten, to the vet when we found the um, feline Kaliki, and she was really sick in the vet. And when I went to pick her up, because she was better, because Steve and I had been working on her, and we would found this frequency and what have you, and the vet called me and said, wow, she's doing a lot better, come on in. And she looked at my foot and she went, oh, my gosh, and she gave me a Benadryl. Well, I barely Mm -hmm. made it home, and we were only like a mile away, Um, and I was half asleep in the car. Luckily, I wasn't driving. And when I got home, I was out for like a couple of hours from that, but um, it did stop the swelling, Mm -hmm. but then it itches like crazy. Well, then here in Las Vegas, I was um, working in the yard, and I got stung on my thumb, and my hand swelled up, and then it started moving up my arm. And I did take a Benadryl, but it didn't seem to... um, to do a whole lot. And I was here in the office, I think it was on um I think it happened over the weekend. So it's like a Monday I was there in the office and I noticed a red ribbon going up my arm. Ooh. And so I put a little mark on my arm just so I could see where it was going and it was moving. So I thought, okay, it's you know and I had myself on for stuff, but this is just um where sometimes you like Steve used to tell me, you have to use all your weapons and I remember calling him going, Hey, you know, sending him a picture and he said, Well, I think you might better you might go and get something a little stronger. They might mm-hmm. have to give you a stronger form of Benadryl. Yeah. So he said, you know, just run over there and they'll they'll just give you something and when I went over there and they looked at my arm, they brought me right in because mm-hmm. that's um I had blood poisoning from the
1: Ooh.
0: from the yep. bug bite. And they mentioned to me that, um, you know, if you have a reaction like that, it's just going to get worse each Mm -hmm. time. So I thought, well, that's interesting. So I'll have to check myself against the stuff that he had. Maybe I didn't check to see if I had any of those. Hmm. Um, It's interesting how, you know, I was never an allergic. I used to get mosquito bites, and I would swell up from those. But, you know, when you're a kid and you're itching them, scratching them or whatever, and um, then you do, it tends to kind of get them going. But I didn't know as an adult, but I'm really careful with wasps or bees. And I did have the EpiPen. They gave me an EpiPen, but it only lasts for like a year. And now that the price has oh. doubled.
1: <laughs> no, 400% in the last, I forget how many years.
0: Yeah, isn't that crazy? 400%,
1: yeah. And they, I guess they're sold, they have like 85% of the market, and they're sold in two packs. But, yeah, they last for a year. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, not that I and I I avoid all kinds of bugs at all costs. But thanks to <laughs> thanks to all the calls I did with Stephen um, and a couple of uh, previously unknown acquired frequencies that he found mm-hmm. in me over the years. But um, and I thought about that, and then I thought with the price of it, <laughs> I'll just get some strong Benadryl to have on hand because I haven't I haven't had any of that. But that's what they recommended to me back, and this is back in like the mid '80s when. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I ended up in in the hospital, but it's um, it's pretty scary. But yeah, just unbelievable. Four hundred percent increase in the price.
0: Yeah, I know when um they gave them to me, and this has been a few years ago, three four years ago. Um, it was a hundred dollars, yeah. and that was after my deductible and insurance and yeah. what have you. It
1: mm-hmm. was a hundred
0: dollars for it, and it only it expired in a year. And I thought, gee, yeah.
1: yep. And I I think I heard, too, that it wasn't, and and when they were trying to to justify the price increase, something, you know, they were babbling something about the value of it, but apparently it's not the drug itself that's inside, but the, 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 the mechanics of how you're able to inject it so easily. And I'm like, okay, that, you know, they haven't changed the technology over the years, just the price. But anyway...
0: Yeah, supposedly anyway. there's a, a a different formula they were saying this morning, but then they also said that they were giving some kind of a rebate or I don't know. <laughs> I I kind of came in the middle of it and I was kind of interested. I I I'll have to look online and see what the, you know, if there's a news section that talks about it. Yeah. But there was some kind of rebate or something they were gonna give and why don't they just lower the price if they're gonna give you a rebate and just call it a day. Might
1: have might have to lower the uh the uh, salaries of some of the executives that have gotten yeah, some ridiculous go. increases. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well what, what something I wanted to mention to people, um we often we talk about how sometimes people take a break and then they come back on the aim program and it's easy to forget I wanted to remind people we've got a lot of information in our AIM Q&A. It's on all of our websites, aimprogram.com. It's on your facilitator's website. And the fourth section of the AIM Q&A talks about renewing, and then we've got a whole enrolling section on our websites too. But just a reminder, it is a little – um, overwhelming if you 're doing like let 's say a family plan when you 're starting out on the aim program seems like a lot of paperwork everybody 's got an application you got the family plan form, but I just wanted to remind people renewing is easy whether you do it while you 're still on or even if you're you've been off for six months or six years for that matter. Mm-hmm. All you ever need is the one page renewal form mm-hmm. so i I thought it would be good to mention that because sometimes. If people are at all like me, you kind of like to avoid paperwork at all costs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and um, so it's nice to know you, you only have to fill that application out one time.
0: Yeah. And then all you need is the renewal and a new picture.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't even need a,
0: a new picture, do you? Cause Not really. you guys really. don't have
1: that. Yeah. Not
0: really. Sometimes, you know, people like to send in a new picture because they have yeah. changed or, you know. I had a... Young girl that used to work for me, and she would change her hair color all the time. So she was constantly (laughs) wanting to change her picture. Bless her heart, she was so cute. She, I, I just remember this one day when she came in to me and she said, "Does it matter what color my hair is?" And I said, "What do you mean, what color your hair is?" And she said, "Well, I'm thinking of coloring my hair. Is it okay, you know, if I have it a different color?" And I said, "Well, sure, (laughs) you know, I." You know I thought blonde, red, brown, you know, I really didn't think, and I'll never forget Steve walking in the office, <laughs> and she was the- she was a receptionist, and she had chartreuse colored hair, oh oh my gosh, Aww. it was beautiful and and she was so cute, she was just adorable, and Steve always roused her, and he walked in and he went, "Oh my gosh, I don't think it's natural, right." <laughs> And we just all just died. And he was saying, wow, it's really different. You know, and he came in and he goes, did you know she was going to do that? And I said, well, she mentioned she was going to change the color of her hair. I just really didn't think it was going to be that. <laughs> and we giggled about it. And then it was like a week later, I think, she had her hair another color. It was like blue or something. It was. She was adorable, though. She could pull it off. She <laughs> She could do this stuff. And she was just so cute you know it's so full of energy. She was a great girl but i just remember Steve walking in and giggling and he's like i don't think it's natural but maybe it is you know we were well, just, we were giggling
1: i've gotten i've gotten questions in the past about you know should, should should i wear anything particular for my photo um and i'm like just you know as long as it's clothing we're good with it yeah but please I, I, I tell people i cuz i i don't i don't think believe he's still on but i had the cutest one i ever got this fella sent me a picture, and it was just—it was shortly after Halloween, and you could see his face, but he had on a frog costume. So that kind of—I use that as an example of no, we're not really picky about what you wear.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, as long as you wear clothes, because there was a while there where we had a couple of participants send us in um, nude photos, and we don't really want those.
1: I—I I, I miss those, so that's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. So and I remember the girls made little paper doll outfits for him and, <laughs> before we shot the pictures. And so it's just kind of, but just as long as you're head to toe, we would prefer head to toe, but, mm-hmm. you know, that seems to, and nobody else in the picture. We got a picture the other day of a person sending in a picture of them with a adorable little kid sitting on their lap, and we're like, well, just you, please. Yeah, um, yeah. Because otherwise it. we're picking up the energy of both. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to the story of when Steve was testing the horses.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
0: we had a friend of ours that had um, racehorses, and he had this one racehorse that didn't want to, it was like not really feeling it, didn't want to race, and she could. So Steve said, well, bring her in, you know, in his, he was more reluctant, his wife was way into all this stuff, crystals, all sorts of stuff, and he was a little bit not so into it and he thought, Well, okay, this is the last ditch effort, I guess I'll bring the picture in and have Steve check it. And so we had the jockey on it, so we had to cut the jockey out of the picture and we took it into him and he the man was sitting there with Steve and Steve was testing the horse and he said, Um, you know, the horse has got a problem with his heart and he said no, the horse is totally healthy. We just had our checked out and everything, and then he he turned like white and he said, "But the jockey's in the hospital today having an angiogram and We looked closer at the picture and we had um, when the girls had cut the the picture of the horse you know taking the jockey out, they had left the hand of the jockey mm-hmm. on the yep. strap, and you could barely tell because the the strap the reins were tan and mm-hmm. so was the jockey's glove and um when we cut the hand a little bit further out then when we tested the horse there was nothing with mm-hmm. the heart
1: yep so, that's
0: it from that point on that man was a believer
1: oh yeah that, and that's that's a, i haven't heard that story in a while but that is a that's a, a great one to uh to stress the importance of just mm-hmm. having the individual the other thing that happens sometimes is people I tell them if you're going to take it, take the picture inside in front of something, make sure there aren't any pictures of people or pets on the wall behind you or the mantle. We've had that happen before yeah. too cuz that it picks up that energy too. So,
0: yeah, all good, means, all good reminders. Yeah, absolutely. And what we usually have to do then is cut the picture up, but mm-hmm. it, it it's easier if we just have a clear a clear yes. picture. Yeah. Um, you know, that's against a blank wall is great. You know, so we had a picture the other day, and I was looking at because I was doing my testing and I and I, the pictures that I'm testing are copies, and they're black and white, and I looked at it, and I thought, well, it looks like she's holding a dog. How did you guys let this through?" And then we went and looked at it on the screen, and it was flowers, huh. that she was holding, which yeah. we would prefer not to have the flowers there either, but um, it it still was it was fine now we have another one though, where the little boy. Was standing by a water in front of a waterfall, uh-huh. and the water was in front of his face. And when I was testing him, the water interfered with my testing, so I had to ask them to send us a picture of him without water, just a hmm. a regular picture of the little boy. Um, yep. it was come. He wanted to come on for the autism scholarship, and it was I wasn't getting a, a real clear reading because of the water.
1: I've never had that
0: happen before. So when they sent me in a picture then of him, um, and they were able to email me the scan, a, a picture, and email it to me, so we could do it right away. When I tested the picture with nothing and him just standing there like a school picture, uh-huh. then I was able to to pick up clearly what I'm looking for. But uh-huh. with the water, it distorted my testing.
1: Well that's that's another good reminder that um now that we've got everything the ability to do everything digitally that the the, the photograph just needs to be a clear one and, and in focus just as we need a good uh renewal form or application because the office scans everything into the system. So everything needs to be uh to be clear, especially Absolutely. for your readings. Those are good reminders.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, all righty then. I
1: that's all I had for today. That was good information to pass on. We want everybody to know that, you know, yeah, it's a little cumbersome to fill out the application, but it only takes a couple minutes. It's just when people hear four pages, they think, "Oh my god." But um <laughs> it's always good to remind people that, you know, it's easy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we do.
1: We make that very easy. So. Yeah,
0: we make it as easy as we can. So, you know, it all it all works and it's well worth it. It's a couple say, minutes yep. <laughs> that it takes you to to fill out the information, it's way worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, just think of what you're um, what you're doing for your body and for your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. You
1: know. righty. well thank you for the updates. You have a good rest of Thursday and a great weekend. Hey, you guys too. And thank you, Judy, and we'll talk soon. All right, everybody. Take good care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. now.